0: Hey what's up peeps it's your girl Sunshine and this is the unfiltered truth with Sunshine Jenkins and my topic from today has been pulled from the wonderful and fabulous twitterverse aka Twitter, and the topic at hand um, is the actual reason why I decided I wanted to start a podcast to begin with. So let me give you guys a little background information. Some of you may or may not know um, that I am actively involved outdoors and also actively involved in the outdoor community online. And I have been involved... Uh, with the online community for probably now going on three and a half, four years. Um, I got into hiking in 2016. Um, This is fresh of coming off of my three years of being a vegan. And I wanted to um, find something that I could continue doing um, to strengthen my body um, but uh, also strengthen my uh, my emotional resolve and uh, my mental capacity because I had a lot going on previously leading up to 2016, and um, I, I just needed to get in a space that was therapeutic um, for me that would allow me to reflect. Um, and to uh, decompress um, all of the madness that I I carry with me on a day-to-day basis and to be able to release it and to let it go um, and have this space uh, be uh, non-judgmental and just very beautiful and serene. And that ended up being Mother Nature. And the thing of it is, is that As a kid growing up, I was always one with nature. It was um, something, a virtue that was passed down um, through our family um, to be able to not only love the land, but to be able to live off the land and have the land be able to reciprocate the love and give it back to you three times fold. So started hiking in 2016 and at first it was just me you know every weekend going out with you know either myself my husband uh, family or friends just to get away from the city of Sacramento and just being able to like I said find peace and serenity and to be able to decompress and just let go of all the the stuff that I carry with me throughout the week then it evolved into me really diving deep and starting to get more involved not just you know being able to you know use the land as a means of therapy but also to be able to um to to protect the land um to be able to put back into it what I got out of it and and in doing so I started thinking in terms of conservation um, and ways that I could do to reduce my carbon footprint on Earth, um, while at the same time uh, being able to allow, you know, Mother Earth uh, to regenerate itself without adding undue pressure with, you know, litters of trash and plastic and all these other things. So these things start to pop up in my mind and the reason why more than anything else is because i live off the uh, american river parkway which is the jewel of the Sacramento region got about 23 miles of just beautiful uh river flowing through you know the city of sacramento all the way up to the Sierras and it's a beautiful thing and the parkway itself um provides you know not only a source of water um but it provides a source of nature um for the animals that live in the region um but it also provides a source of nature for humans to be able to partake and enjoy in the scenic surroundings of the American River So I got to thinking in terms of locally what I can do here um, to conserve or conserve the space uh, that nature provides for us. And in doing so, I got involved with, you know, the American Parkway Foundation, um, the Sacramento Conservancy um, Alliance. And there's a couple of other um, organizations that, you know, I either have volunteered for, donated money to, or, you know, just connected with online to be able to promote promote, um, what they are doing with regards to conservation efforts um, locally here in Sacramento. With that being said, um, I started following, you know, other groups outside of the local conservationist groups um, here in Sacramento. You got Outdoor Afro. um, I think it was Melanated Base Camp. um, Unlikely Hikers, Latino Outdoors. Just there's a lot of groups out there that started popping up. Black Girls Trekking, um, just some really phenomenal and awesome groups that have popped up that I have been following for like the last three years. And at first, when I started following these groups, I was so green, you know, to the movement that was happening that I wasn't realizing that. Um, these groups that you know I was connecting with and interacting with almost on a daily basis, um, there was a hive mind mentality that was brewing, um, along with an agenda and a one minus of a message that is, uh, to me, not indicative of what it means to be a person who is seeking to conserve mother nature. So let's just back this all up. So the groups that I mentioned uh, have either, they are, you know, people of color, or they're from a marginalized group, um, or a group that has been ostracized with regards to who and what the image is given of who is outdoors. However, uh, the theme that I noticed when I really started paying attention to a lot of these groups was, you know, the focus on, you know, diversity, uh, equality, and inclusion in outdoor spaces. Now that became a mantra um, throughout the communities that I uh, started interacting with. And I start to pick up on that and I realized something that the message that was being put forth out there, um, was only a message that, uh, was what, how do I say this? That was interpreted, uh, visually by the, um, brand products and the magazines that have been around for many of years, uh, promoting outdoor recreational activities. All of them, um, are white owned, you know, um, and they've always, uh, represented, uh, the spaces uh, outside of nature as being predominantly white male driven. And then you have, you know, probably within the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, you start to see that, It's just uh, white-driven with white men and women as the faces of outdoor recreational. And that's fine because, you know, again, they are the ones who you know, are putting, investing the money into these magazines. They're promoting and making, and and making these friendships, these partnerships with these brands that are usually white owned as well. So, you know, typically with brands, they have a, a, a certain aesthetic that they're trying um, to adhere to and a, a, a certain uh, market that they're trying to reach that is going to support their brand um, and also buy their brand. So I get it. However, um, with the mantra that came out of the black and brown and marginalized groups with the diversity and equality and inclusion uh, initiatives, I started to notice uh, uh, something that was really irritating to my spirit and to my soul. Um, And that really irked me that was coming out of these groups. And that was them begging and pleading and complaining about not being represented and not being included um, in this uh, pictorial narrative, if you want to say, of what a person Uh, looks like being outdoors, whether they be white, black, Asian, gay, straight, or otherwise. And the reason why that hasn't set well with my spirit is because I'm the type of person that, that if it's something that you want to do, Nobody can stop you from doing it. If it's something that you love, you're going to do it because it's something that you love. At the end of the day, when you put forth your soul and passion into something that you do, a lot of the times if you do it well enough, the recognition is going to come. Therefore, the representation is going to come. However, I feel like the success of all of these groups that have been created, that have been able to build a name for themselves, they don't realize that they are the representation that the people need. And it's already established. So why these groups continue to beg and plead for these these white owned entities to embrace their brownness or their blackness behooves me. And it it irritates me because we're more powerful on the outside of an entity that does not represent us as opposed to being included and being represented. And most of the time when that happens, it's never in the right way or the proper way. The, The other thing that kind of bothers me with the whole mantra is that You know, Mother Nature does not discriminate. She's very indiscriminate when it comes to, you know, who's out there hiking, biking, kayaking, paddle boating, whatever that fits your fancy. When you're outdoors, you're outdoors. Mother Nature does not care. Neither does her children. So if you're going to run across a bear, they're not going to treat you no different than they would if you was black or white or otherwise. Same for a mountain lion or any kind of animal for that matter. And, you know, I just feel like there are certain aspects of racism that should not be included. And the outdoor aspect, outdoor recreation is definitely one of those where racism should not be included because Mother Nature loves all. She accepts all. And so when you throw race in there, you make it seem like it's a... a human thing that's tied to uh, outdoor recreation. when the reality is is that if you strip away the human aspect of it, if you take away the the uh, financial machine that is created to make money off of out of uh, off of, I should say outdoor recreation with all the shoes, the gear, backpacks and and you name it. When you strip all, the, all of that away, that literally just leaves people being able to out, enjoy being outdoors. And that's what it's all about. So it irritates me um, that, you know, um, this mantra that has grown into this whole movement of wanting to be represented in a space where it's not required, it just doesn't make sense. And the other flip side of that is that when you really break it down uh, about what it means to 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 have diversity um, and equality and inclusion outdoors. Well, first of all, let's take a look. Whoever said that we couldn't be outdoors, that we couldn't hike, that we couldn't bike, that we couldn't, you know, rock climb, that we couldn't paddleboard or kayak. I never understand, you know, um this desire to be victimized by uh an un i don't know an unsung entity that says that we can't do these things we can and we should um but the fact that you know uh somehow this message of we are being told that we can't do these things or be represented or you know be left out of the outdoor recreational um. Uh, community has gone unchecked and I for one don't care what anybody have to say they could tell me all day long to I'm blue in the face I don't belong but I pay taxes and I pay taxes just like they do so I'm gonna step on a state park I'm gonna step into a local park I'm gonna step on a trail I'm gonna ride my bike on a trail I'm going to hike. I'm going to do whatever I want to do outdoor because I pay just like most of the taxpayers pay to be able to one, preserve the land, two, to take care of the land and three, to enjoy the land. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, with regards to diversity and having, you know, black and brown faces out in these spaces that doesn't come down to the white people it is not their job to make sure that these spaces are diversified it's our job if you don't see enough black people in your community out walking hiking or biking or whatever it is that they do outdoors it is up to these groups that have been created or have yet to be created to invite a friend, invite a family member, invite somebody from your community to an event that's going to get them outdoors to be able to see what mother nature mother nature has to offer. And the 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 self-care that is often spoken about, that is a part of the self-care. Because when you are able to do something or give something to your community, otherwise that they would not be able to fully enjoy, that brings you joy. And if you can't do that, you can't have joy. And if being outdoors make you happy, you should want your community to also be a part of that so they can be happy. The, The diversity part of this mantra, that falls on us. We have to be able to invite our people into these spaces. We have to be able to educate our people to be in these spaces. Let them know what it is. Teach them the trail etiquettes. Teach them the bike etiquettes. Teach them about all the different hundreds of thousands of plants out there and and how each one of them can either benefit them or hinder them. We have to be able to show them you know, all the different animals and and species that are out there and the benefit that they offer to the land in which they are on. That is our job. Otherwise, what is the reason for us, you know, doing the things that we do in the outdoor community? I believe that diversity happens when we put ourselves on the line and open up a line of communication and invite in the very community in which we claim that we're trying to expose to outdoors. We have to be able to do that. We cannot leave that to outside um, entities to do that. We have to do it for ourselves. And with regards to equality, again, I feel like it's stupid because... Again, Mother Nature does not discriminate. We're all equal when we step out into these green spaces. Now, if you're talking about, you know, brands, magazines, and all of that, that's a whole different thing, which I really don't care about. Because at the end of the day, we have to make a decision as to whether or not we want to be seen. Like, when I mean seen, I mean in magazines, on television, all the stuff that really doesn't matter or whether or not we want to, uh, literal be seen on a trail and also creating, you know, um, conservationist bills that's going to. Um, not only have an impact on the land, but also an impact on the community. And it's going to be a positive one. You know, I was very hesitant about making this podcast because I really wanted to have time to reflect. But the the longer I put it off, um, the more I didn't reflect. And I feel like now talking to you guys, I'm able to reflect and really see what needs to be happening and as far as the, the inclusion is concerned with the mantra, I feel like we have to include our people in the process, in the movement. If we're really, if we're really about you know making positive changes when the, within a community and making positive changes for the people in the community, we have to include them in that. Again, it is not the outside entity's job to include us into anything. If they can exclude us in everything, they would. But people who are in the position to make sure that they can grab another person's hand and invite them in should always do so. And that should be the mantra. The mantra is not to look for somebody to, you know, one, welcome us with open arms into these green spaces, but for us to welcome our own people in. Open the doors. Teach them what it means to conserve the land in which they live on. Give them a reason to have newfound respect for Mother Nature. And maybe, just maybe, instead of, Walking in the shadow of trends of what to say and what to do. We do the complete opposite and build up for ourselves representation in outdoor spaces where white faces have always been. I think once we're able to do that, we will see a growth in black and brown um, adventures outdoors. We, and we're already seeing it. I I follow so many beautiful people, groups and individuals who are doing amazing things in these communities. But I still believe, even myself included, I fall short on um, inviting the community in which I live in into the folds of what I'm doing. And it wasn't until, you know, this year, actually, that I decided that I wanted to change that. You know, I got tired of having the arguments and debates online with people about how to go about making the change. While me, myself, was still not able to make that change. So I spoke with my husband and we had decided that you know my love for outdoors needed to be shared with others you know I do share that with my husband and I share that with some of my family members, but I had never invited you know other people in I always kept it very close, very guarded you know just a select few and then this year we decided that we were going to um, host the first black family camping weekend, which allowed me to invite several families who had never been camping before um, into um, a weekend of camping in space that I hold sacred with my husband and I and a few other family friends, uh, a a few other, let me back that up, a few other friends and family members and the event um, actually uh, for the space that I got uh, was filled up quickly and people were really excited. Um, we were able to, you know, get a few, um, sponsors as far as like discounts on camping gear and stuff. Um, and the few people that were open to sponsor us have been amazing. Um, and actually the initial setup, all the costs and everything, Um, came out of my husband's and I pocket when we really tried to not include too many sponsors, because usually with sponsorship comes, you know, expectations. And we just, we, we didn't want anybody else's expectations put on this camping trip, because this is something that we're trying to do annually, which involved black people from the community. So, um, it has sold out, um, People are excited um, and looking forward to the camping trip, which will take place in August. And what I'm hoping um, to do with this camping trip is to teach these families what it means um, to me and hopefully to them to be outdoors outdoors. What Mother Nature provide that they may lack in their personal life when they're back in their city, when they're back at work, when they are in their everyday routine and how to escape that and decompress that and Mother Nature and how Mother Nature can help with that. What I'm also hoping they will learn through this camping trip is how to sustain sustain themselves through Mother Nature while also conserving so that you know all the toxic plastic and 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 trash doesn't go back into the planet. Um I'm also hoping to teach them camping etiquette as well as trail etiquette um as well as archery um and uh plant survival uh plant survival teaching them, you know, how to search for edible plants and how to also steer clear of poisonous plants. Um, Same with animals. Um, How to look for animals that um, in a crunch you would have to um, hunt and survive off of, um, and animals you should steer clear from. Um, We're gonna learn a lot in those four days that we're camping, but first and foremost, it's an adventure. Uh, for these families who have never stepped outside of the the, the city lines. And second of all, um, I think it's going to be fun. And it's something that is needed um, and has been needed for quite some time. So I'm excited um, that this is finally going to happen. Um, it is a test run and I know there's going to be hiccups, but you know what? I can at least say at the end of the day, You know, I'm trying, I'm not relying on anyone else, but myself and my husband to be able to give back to the community in which we live, what we love. And um, our love for the outdoors, well, my love for the outdoors um, is infinite. And I know that this big planet that we live on have so much to offer. And so much to give, but we have to be able to take care of it in order for it to sustain us. And at the end of the day, I think if I'm able to get enough people to realize this and implant that seed into the next generation, I have done something and I'm okay with that. And all of these groups, these leaders, people who are the voices right now for black and brown and marginalized people, in outdoor recreation, and conservation efforts, that should be their job as well. It's not for clout. It's not for, you know, name dropping. It's not for recognition. It's not for fame or fortune. Um, it's not for attention. It should be at the At the very end of the day, it should be about us making sure that what we are doing equals love to the planet and that love being passed on to the next generation. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you guys have any questions or want to send me a message, I'll make sure that I post the link so you'll be able to do so. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And if I miss something that you guys want me to talk about in the next podcast, please let me know.